Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. And it's hard to believe, Tate, it's been a wild ride. We are now finished with not only spring fling, but the crazy sports year that was 2021. We made it. Got everything in. Missed a few <laughs> football games here or there, a few basketball games here or there. But every season, every playoff, every postseason completed, job well done. Well, I, think that's the, I think that's the way to tie it all up, job well done. Well, you know, and for me, now I don't want anybody out there to take this wrong, but what I was the most worried about, I mean, I want everybody to be able to compete and want you to lose your last game out there on the field or win, but certainly those teams that had really legit shots of being state champions, those teams you were extra nervous about in terms of is a quarantine going to keep them out of, the, out of the tournament. So fortunately, we really didn't have a lot of that. No. I mean, after, you know, a few hiccups in basketball, but after, after football season, volleyball season, uh, girls' soccer, you know, there was some volleyball. That was, a, that was a tough one to swallow from Ravenwood. But uh, once we really got about to 2021, I think those kind of fears went away, right? You might, you might get a basketball one here, but spring got here and it was wide open. We hit our stride, so to speak. No doubt about it. Got used to what the requirements were. And our teams hit their stride. Oh, they did. They did. Which we're going to talk about in a second. But before we do that, I do want to mention uh, John Mayer Builders, great sponsor uh, of Williamson County Schools Athletics. They, along with the Williamson Herald, uh, they recognize athletes every month across the county. And then they had a little banquet at the end, which was this week. Uh, they brought all those athletes in, and I'm telling you, an impressive group of people. Great athletes, great in the classroom, and then there were four scholarships of $2,000 apiece, again, sponsored by John Mayer Builders, uh, that they awarded. And it was all random, because they were all deserving. They just drew it out. John Winley, Grant Reeder on the boys' side, uh, John of Brentwood, Grant of Nolensville on the girls' side, Josie Polk, Abby Orr, Josie of Page, Abby of Centennial. So great event. Yeah. Thank you to Mayor Builders for doing that. Great event. They've been doing it for a lot of years, put a lot of scholarship dollars in a lot of Wilco student athletes' uh, futures. Very cool. And, and, and at the Wilco's, they sponsor the Sportsmanship Award, yep. $5,000 scholarship. That's a big one. It's a big one. And I believe they've been doing that since the very beginning. Of the Wilco's. I, I think that's probably safe to say, at least fairly early. Yes. You think Dr. Qual stumbled upon that, or he really had to go out and do a little research? Or I'm guessing Mr. Mayor reached out to him and said, <laughs> I want to be a part, and this is the award I want to do. And Dr. Qualls, he wasn't doctor at the time, and Dr. Qualls said, I can make that happen. And he was salivating. Yes. <laughs> hey, listen. How quickly can I get you to sign this? Let's talk some spring fling. And we knew this was going to be great for us. Uh, talking WCS, here's some stats for you, Tate. Team championships at spring fling, two. That would be Ravenwood boys tennis, Brentwood girls track. Two team runners up, Franklin girls tennis, Page boys soccer. And then final four, uh, Summit softball, Nolensville and Ravenwood girls track. Semifinals also, Nolensville, Franklin, boys, soccer. Nolensville baseball, 
Franklin boys soccer. And Tate, uh, as we were talking before, a couple things stood out to you in looking through that, right? Oh, without a doubt. And, and the, the biggest thing that jumped out to me, they're all big achievements, but let's just talk about ladies, women's track and field. The state champs, large class, Brentwood, which I don't know, though, which one we thought was more of a lock, Brentwood or Brentwood girls track or Ravenwood boys tennis. I mean, those were both like slam dunks. This is coming. Uh, but Brentwood girls track, they take number one. And in Ravenwood and Nolensville, tie for third in the large classification of track and field. That's unbelievable. It really is. And and let's add to that, Holland Powers, I think, finished uh, sixth. Sixth. <laughs> I'm, I believe it was Bartlett. She had 34.5 points. She, if she had have competed on her own, she would have placed in the top six in the large classification of the track and field. Think hey, about that. Congratulations to Bartlett. You beat Holland by a couple points. I think it was two, two points or something like that. What an, what an event she had, which we'll get to. Hey, Tate. Well, and remember, she was on the relay team. She didn't, she didn't personally get those points. Oh, that's true. So technically, she probably did beat them. <laughs> no, she did beat them. Hey, individual. And, and, and real quick, real quick. Nolensville in the semifinals, I went ahead and I gave them third place. Yes, you did. Okay. Because. So, Coach Hudson, I gave you third. Which I, I understand. But technically, I think it's each side. But they were playing longer. It was down to because the other side was already out. <laughs> individual championships at Spring Fling, 11. Individual runners up, 10, which, again, we'll get, get to here. Hey, uh, uh, Tate, speaking of uh, Nolensville baseball, they start off the tournament with a 4-1 win over Signal Mountain. Game two, which really was the big one. Right. Uh, they lose four to nothing against Pigeon Forge. Uh, and that got them behind the eight ball a little bit. They turn around and they get a big win over Ripley, 11-10. And then now they've got to come back, beat Pigeon Forge twice. That first game we saw, 18-5. The bats were hot. They had over 20 hits. But then they fall just short, 3-2. to two. So... A great run by Nolensville, but you were talking again before the show that really the secret weapon that they didn't use every game was, was us. Well, I had to say, you and I were in attendance at two games. Coach Hudson knows this. And uh, the two games we were there, we won. The Knights won. And so, so it's our fault. Was, it's our fault. Could be. <laughs> but, I mean, we can't be everywhere at once, right? Right. Uh, we were there for the 18-5 to 5 game. Holy cow, was that fun to watch. Gosh, it was. I, I mean, I, I, I know they turned over the batting order twice. I think they almost did it twice in one inning at one point. I mean, it was <laughs> – wasn't it? And that poor pitcher for – We were talking for about – For Pigeon Forge are like, listen, you've got 130 pitches or whatever it is, just <laughs> you're in. <laughs> yeah. They're not taking you out. <laughs> no. And, and we've, we did. We, felt, we, we talked about that. We were with Mr. Gunner, and we talked about that. And, and it was one of those things where you almost felt bad. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, it, it, I hate that this has to happen to this poor young man. But uh, as a Knights fan, it was fun to watch. And, I mean, there were some rockets. Mr. Hummel hit some rockets. Uh, Harper. I mean, it was. McIlvain, who he had to bring in his uh, 
birth certificate with him <laughs> uh, to the tournament. I mean, he's a sophomore, but he sure doesn't look like a sophomore, no, does he? No, so or that, play like it. That's a grown man out there playing. Yes. Uh, he obviously had a great tournament. Hey, I was went back and looked, and the game they had 20 hits against Pigeon Forge. These names all had multiple hits. Yeah. Hummel, Jenkins, McIlvain, Harper, Cluck, Reigns, Hill, Riggs. That's amazing. They all had two or more hits in that game. It's incredible. All coaching. And us being there. That's right. Us <laughs> and fan support. Now, that final game, they were down three. nothing. So I, we thought that next game would be another shootout because, again, you're short on pitching. Uh, but actually the pitching sort of stepped up. And then Nolansville had just one hit through the first five innings. And we're only talking a couple hours later. It's crazy how this happens. But in the sixth inning, they get three straight hits. Quentin Jenkins and Eric Harper with RBIs to cut the lead to three to two. They left a guy stand, uh, stranded on third base in that sixth inning. And then in the seventh, they go down in order. But again, great run by Coach Hudson in Nolensville baseball. And you get the sense this is not this this will continue even with the move up. They're pretty young. They're pretty young. So get ready for another run and and we, we, we talk about it all the time on spring fling. It's it can be done, but coming out of that loser's bracket in baseball is so, so hard. You just run out of arms and that's exactly what happened to Nolensville. But still fought till the end and and yep, they're gonna be back. They got some big time players coming back. Gonna be fun. You know, talking about that, Gibbs, who won it, they played four games total because they went undefeated. Nolansville played five. Right. So, you know, that, that's, that's a pretty tough deal. And I'm just wondering, too, now, again, we're not – let's don't get less teams in the tournament, right? Although in tennis there's four. The way that tournament is set up, it almost seems too much. It's a lot – I've always thought that. I mean – What did the baseball – People, I know they're glad I to make it, like, yeah. but I'm just wondering if you, if you go eight and go single elimination. I've always thought it, but um, I think the baseball guys like to double elimination. Because when you get down to, think about this, when no one's playing game five, it's not exactly like they both had their aces on the hill. Right. It was more like, in fact, we were talking to uh, Mr. Gunner about this before. He was talking about there's going to be some JV guys who haven't pitched any varsity, <laughs> and they're going to maybe be pitching in that next game, that, something seems a, that seems a little off to me. That's too many arms, too many pitches. And remember, had they won, they'd had to play a sixth game, right? So what would it have gotten to then? But, you know, I don't know. Maybe they would have been able to bring back in their one and two, but I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's too much. Uh, I guess what they would say in basketball is, you know, it's single elimination, but if you're runner-up and – the region, you move on, right? You know, so I think it's too, especially in they don't start playing till Tuesday, right? Or did they play? Right. Yeah, they. Just well, I, I'll be Tuesday. honest with you. Now that we're talking about this, and this is where the commissioners of the TSSW put us on the board of control. Well, but here's the thought: Think about this: the pentathlon and decathlon happened a right. few days before spring fling. So if you started baseball a little bit early and maybe had that weekend. Maybe that would make a difference because when you play it in that short a period of time, five games in three days, potentially six in three days, it's a lot. It's a lot. It, it's a whole lot. So, anyway. But then you'd have to back up sectionals. And, right. And it could rain. And, could, that's right. So, anyway, but congratulations again to Coach Hudson's in Nolensville. 
just a great season, end up 27 and 11 no, on the 2020, season. 2020, so two years in a row, final four uh, of, of the uh, state baseball tournament, strong. And their best chance to win it was probably last year. That's right. Which is a bummer for them. Softball, great story here with Summit. They make their first appearance in the state tournament, and what do they do? They do finish third. Coach Stevenson and Summit with a great run. They start the tournament with a 5-2 win over Daniel Boone. And then it was like one of those, hey, fortunate, you're in the bracket with Siegel, who's really the favorite at 34-1. They get beat. So now uh, you're taking on Dyer County. They win uh, 4-0 in that game. And now they're in the winner's bracket final. You win the winner's bracket final, you're probably going to win it. Correct. They play a tough Farragut team. Uh, they're down 1-0 in the fifth. Uh, they leave the bases loaded. They leave two on in the sixth. But they've been the cardiac kids all year long. In the seventh inning, Hannah Sunberg leads off with a double. The next two batters are retired. And then Miss Multisport Athlete herself, Claudette Runk, steps up, delivers with an RBI single. We go to extra innings. So if they could have pulled that one off, we're probably talking about them being state champions. Could have, would have, man. I mean, but – that's sports, right? Game of play here, play there, you know. But yeah, and, and Farragut was really good, or is really good. So uh, yeah, they win that game. They're sitting pretty, but they didn't. And it's tough, man. Tough. In that eighth inning against Farragut, uh, really uncharacteristic. They had three errors. Summit did, and they go down five-one. Uh, Morgan Woodside gets a hit in the bottom of the eighth, but she was left stranded. And in that game, fourteen. Runners stranded, which obviously had something to do with the outcome. When they go back and look at it, that's the that's the story of the game. Happens sometimes, but when you got to point to one thing, that's it. And then Elena Escobar, who did a great job pitching there for Summit, wasn't able to pitch in that final game. Uh, and it was early the next day. They'd played late. They play Coffee County next. These aren't excuses, by the way. This is just what happened. What happened? Uh, Alden Mathis and Claudette Runk get a couple of hits in that last game, that loss to Coffee County. Coffee County was hot that morning, hit a couple of grand slams in that game. Uh, Summit, again, finishes third, 25-9 and nine on the year. What a fantastic season. Fantastic season. They've kind of asserted themselves as king of the hill in, in, in softball and Wilco, which is not easy to do. And they don't plan on giving that up anytime soon. She's, we've talked about it. Coach Stevenson's done a great job of building that program. And, and man, you were talking about those grand slams. I love like the, the Nolensville game when we watch it. When those bats get hot, that's fun to watch. But there's nothing like when the bats get hot in softball, man. That is, that is exciting. It is. And fun to watch. It just happened to be on the other team. But, uh, yeah, great year by Summit. I mean, unbelievable year. Nothing to be ashamed of. Soccer. We'll start off with Franklin. They opened the tournament with a 3-0 win over Columbia before losing in the semifinals to Bearden. Landon Robbins with two goals and Benji Wright with a goal in game one. In the semifinals, they fall behind 1-0 after 18 minutes. Uh, Bradley Whalen, Landon Robbins, they combined for seven shots on goal. They just couldn't get one to drop. Uh, and it has happened so many times in soccer. You get that lead, makes a difference. Uh, again, great year by Coach Burgoyne and Franklin. They finished 13-4. and four. And, man, did they get hot at the right time. Because really all year, it was really Brentwood. It was, it was Franklin, too. But most of our conversations 
were about Brentwood. But oh, Franklin, we thought they were both going to be there. No doubt. And, and our, we thought the best chance to win was Brentwood. Correct. Didn't turn out because that way. we're going and the Admirals proved us wrong. Yes, they did. Pretty, pretty um, for those that are high school fans, high school athletics fans in the, of the whole state, you know, kind of, kind of fitting, you know, or ironic that Bearden, their arch rival is who? The Farragut Admirals. And then that's who put us out the first year being the Admirals, which never was a, I never did like the Bearden Bulldogs, man. <laughs> no, I really don't like them, but they're just always a thorn in the Admiral's side. Now the Franklin Admirals. I had to run into Bearden too. A couple times oh, there. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you so, had flashbacks. Yeah, I really did. I, I zoned out there for a second, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I apologize. Hey, let's move to this week's. But I hate that. Let's <sighs> move. Let's move to this week's gym. It's a good one. Franklin, who we just talked about, they were the last team to defeat our other soccer team that made it deep all the way to the finals, Page High School. Franklin had defeated Page earlier in the year. Page didn't lose again until the championship, and, man, they lost on a heartbreaker. 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 Fifteen seconds left. I was already planning for, you know, you get the two. You're going to have the 20 minutes for sure if it ends up tied. And, and Page actually has control of the ball. 30 seconds left. Changes, changes ends of the field. Uh, the young man from from Sevier County makes a great play, a great hustle play. He's following the play. It's a rebound. I wouldn't call it a fluke, but not something you expect to see happen with 15 seconds left. So a uh, great year by Coach Clapp and Page to make it all the way to the final. But, man, what a heartbreaking way to lose. Oh, yeah. It, it just uh, it's just one of those things. Like you said, it wasn't a fluke. You can't, you can't take that away from them, but – if you played that game 50 times, 100 times, that's the only time that ending happens like that. But you know, <laughs> I don't even know what you say. What do you tell – you've been in a locker room like that before. What do you tell them? Well, not that quite that late in the year, but I, I don't know what you say. I mean, you really don't. I, I did notice that Coach Clatt was very positive. He talked about, one, it's the second time they've been in that game. 2017, they lost to Greenville 1-0. Uh, he said, we're ready. You can just sense that – Next time we get that chance, we're ready to make that next step. And then he also talked about just a great play by that young man and said, hey, that's something that we can learn from too. You never give up on a play, and that's what happened there. So uh, I thought it was positive. Obviously, I think in those situations as an athlete, it's hard to even probably process what the coach is saying. You're so distraught about that loss. But certainly they'll look back on it and be very proud, again, making it to the final. Uh, they had a couple of 1-0 wins early in the tournament, and really that quarterfinal against Howard, they score in the 98th minute a goal by Jack Sanders. So, you know, they really could have been eliminated there. So they right. survived that. They move on to the semifinals, and they really dominated that game against Greenville. 31 shots on goal, uh, Nolan Colliday with an early penalty kick. And really, it's interesting to me with soccer, I think I've learned this about soccer the last uh, few years, is you can dominate a soccer match and the score be 1-0. Yes. It's about what part of the field is the ball on, the number of shots on goal. Page dominated that semifinal. Oh, they did. And Nolan Colladay, you mentioned him, he's scoring the goal. He's been hot the whole postseason. 
You know, he was the one who hit the goal against Central Magnet and to even get him there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you're right. You can The whole game can be played on that side of the field, and for whatever reason, the shots just aren't hitting. But you're right. You dominated. And you've also seen it. We saw it in the, on the girls' side in the final with Ravenwood and Franklin. You know, Franklin dominated that first half. And then all of a sudden, it was like, what just happened? And, and Ravenwood dominated another one. But, yeah, anytime you get 31 shots on goal, two things. One, you dominated that game. Two, I don't know who Greenville's goalkeeper is. <laughs> He's a dude. He probably needed an ice bath afterwards. But, you know, those things are coming at you. Bullets. It's like dodgeball, man. <laughs> 19 wins for Paige. Most that's a, ever, right? it's the, And that's a lot of wins in soccer. Uh, it's a lot of wins in a lot of sports, but in soccer, it's a it's a huge number. Again, that last loss before the final was to Franklin, who obviously is a pretty good team since they made the final four in the large class. And they also gave up the fewest goals in a season for any page team, which is saying something because they played more games, I'm assuming, right? I mean, because oh, yeah. they made it deep. So yes, a couple of great stats there, great season. Again, uh, you get the sense they're going to be back. They'll be back. Let's talk a little track. I know you're excited to talk about track. You are the local expert when it comes to track. Uh, you already mentioned on the girls' track side, Brentwood, they finished first with 73 points, 73. Ravenwood and Nolensville tied for third with 42. Then it's Indy, 12th, Summit, 29, Franklin, 41. And on the small class size, sometimes we don't – Get this in and mention it, but Fairview finishes in the top ten. That track and well, you were we were talking about it off air beforehand. Uh, a lot of people used to think of Fairview as a football school, right? And then uh, think about all the which I know you're going to get to when we get to the the overall uh, championships and runner ups and things. But now we're like you said, tenth in track and field, cross country, tennis. I mean. That, that overall athletic program has really taken off, and um, they're going to stay small class, right? We're no, they're they're no. in no jeopardy of no. going. So all they're going to do is keep climbing where they are, and don't be surprised if they're not up there winning the track and field tra state championship in the not too distant future. Remember about the jar of olives. Once you get <laughs> that first one. I <laughs> Wrestling. Can we do this now? Yeah, we can do yeah, it. Can. All right. Look, not in Duver. I, I had the pants, so it kind of – there we go. So uh, – Very uh, good. The, Cardwell is <laughs> I mean, it's great because it's right. You get that first one out. It really is. Bubba Derrick got that first one out, and now it's going to – I'm telling you, it's going to get rolling. rolling out. Let's talk boys finish. Uh, Franklin leads the large class for WCS schools, finished seventh. Brentwood 13th, Ravenwood 22nd, Centennial 30th. In the small class, another top 10. Yep. Fairview finishes ninth. Now, this didn't have anything to do with our competitors, but we were fortunate enough to be there at the track and field. Uh, you know, we were very warmly welcomed by, by the staff having us down there on the field. But yes. talk about the excitement of the boys in particular. Girls too, but the boys 100. Oh, my goodness. And the 100 relay. Four by one was something. But before we get to that, it was so great. We, we bumped into our good friend and WCS rival, but friend Mike Tribue and Joanne Tribue of, of Cane Ridge, who you know so well from basketball and, 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 and football. And, you know, I had a great time talking to him. And then uh, the welcoming committee from Gallatin came and <laughs> the nice lady from our friends in Gallatin came and uh, asked us if we were – actually going we were standing in the media 
I think this is worth telling. We were standing in the media credentials area, really good seats or area. And, our good and we are members of the media. And we so had media. I mean, it, they, the passes did say media. And our good friend, the nice lady from the welcoming committee from Gallatin, came up and asked if we were actually going to take any pictures or if we were just going to stand in the way. <laughs> so you started taking pictures. It's well, great. I, I took a few. And I was, but, but I was taking a Mr. few. Mr. Childress, I would, that lady from Gallatin, keep bringing her back. She, <laughs> She made us feel very welcome. Uh, back to the four by one. Has nothing to do with us, but Memphis Central. It was it who who? Uh, oh no no! It was Memphis Central and Bartlett. That's who it was. You're right. That's exciting. But I was talking about this with Craiger this weekend. I would have loved to have seen the Memphis Central four by one first. The Pearl Cone four by one. That would have been worth the price of admission. I would go Pearl Cone. I think so too. But man, that. That anchor on the Memphis. <laughs> Who was arguing with his mother or somebody in the crowd about 10 seconds before the <laughs> event started. No, we don't. She's going, you run next. <laughs> and then he just, man, he, he could move. There is nothing more exciting than, than large class finals um, on Thursday at, at track and field. Uh, normally it's on Friday, but it was so fun. And, 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 and on the girls' side, and we did we did so well on the boys' side, but on the girls' side, we flat went off. We did. In fact, if you don't mind, Tate, uh, tell our audience about our individual champions. We had nine on the girls' side, one on the boys' side. Now, I want you to think about that. Nine. So, nine of the events on the girls' side, somebody from WCS won. Okay? Now, Holland Powers, she goes first in the pentathlon, 10 points. She goes first in the girls' pole vault. 10 points. So right off the bat, Miss Powers has 20 points. She's already <laughs> top 20 for the, for the – Top 20? I think it was top 15. At, after 20? Oh, yeah, 20. Okay, 20. so yeah. she's already top yeah. 15. Elise Dobson comes in. High jump. First. First. State champion. For Nolensville. In track and field, right? Field. Individual champion. And as you know, uh, not an easy event. That's a – I like watching the high jump. I'm a big fan of that. Then – and this is going to be tough – when, when you see – you talk about multi-sport athlete. How can you argue with what Reagan Grimes does? Starts on the volleyball team. Who was – had not they run into that? Who knows where they end up in the postseason? She's missed double-double in basketball. She goes out – she wins the shot put, sets a school <laughs> record by like – or no, 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 the discus. She set a school record by like 40 feet. She wins the discus. She wins the shot put, and she's a – Junior, right? I like her chances now. She's got a good shot. Jordan Rail from Ravenwood comes out, wins the 800. Then we watch this race, the 1600 meters. Jane Halterman comes in first place. What grade is she in? Freshman. Freshman. Seven of 16 years they've won that independence. Unbelievable. She wins and really wasn't close. No, she wins, she wins going away. Third place is Lee Walter of, of Page, and Vander Kolk is fifth place. I mean, it was just Wilco, Wilco, Wilco. All right, and then 4 by 4 which I love that event. That's a great relay for the girls. Of Brentwood, 4 by 800 for the Brentwood girls. And then our lone boys winner, Ryan Keaton, Fairview in the 800. Yep. And, and I'd like to go back and look at that one. Maybe you know. If that's not the first individual state championship in track and field from Fairview, it's, it's 
there's not been many of them. Again. He's in, he's in rare company. They're, they're making their move. Now let's talk runners up. Five on the girls' side. So not only they win nine, we got five runners up. Four on the boys' side. Kevin Vanderkoek, Brent Wood, boys cross country. Elise Dobson, Nolensville. Girls pentathlon, second to Holland Powers. Right. Ethan Duck of Centennial, boys pole vault. Miss Powers, again. For those key Triple jump. Now she's up to 28 points, 28. right? 28, there you go. <laughs> Sarah Tang, Independence, girls shot put. Four by eight team of uh, Franklin High School on the boys' side. Matthew and Alyssa Andrea, the brother-sister team, both finished runner-up in the 1600. And then another multi-sport athlete, Kelsey Gossage of Fairview High Jump. Hey, we ended with Fairview, 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 all runners-up. And, of course, we had the state champion from Ryan Keaton. So great showing there by Fairview. Kelsey Gossage, she's in the conversation, multi-sport athlete. Got, I'm, I'm telling you, I love the multi-sport athlete. I do too. And hey, I think we got to mention this. I know there's others. This is just the one I happen to see. So I don't want to, you know, I know it, it put one over the other. The unified, the unified track and field events and athletes. And uh, we saw our man Fisher Anderson out there competing. It's great. Uh, Tucker Cathy, the, he's the head unified track and field coach, right. right? At Franklin. Um, Really cool to see him out there, man. That's that's really neat. And I love how they weave that in. That was big. It's great. Emma Shields, yep, big time soccer player out there. So yeah, great great event for sure. And Franklin does a great job there, Coach Kathy, uh, with the unified track and field. Final event. Let's talk some tennis. Boys from Ravenwood in the semifinals, they defeat Murfreesboro Central four to two. Then in the championship, they defeat Collierville four three. And if I'm not mistaken, Tate. Those two teams combined had like two seniors. So I got a feeling they've got a good chance of being back. It comes down to the final match. So on the single side, you get wins from Patrick Delves, Michael Eastham, Tanner Wright. Okay. Then it comes down to the doubles. It's three to two, Ravenwood's wow. up. Collierville wins the first. And these are going on at the same time. And they play what's called a pro set, an eight-game pro. They're just playing to eight. Collierville, it's three all. Ravenwood is down 5-4 in the clinching match. And what happens? Ethan Eisenhower, Jackson Stone, they win the clinching point again down 5-4. They win four straight games. And for you tennis fans out there, they were actually down a break of serve. So they were down 5-4 and Collierville serving. That was the day I went out. I'm like, I'm going to all these events. I, Never hunk left. I hunkered down at tennis for a while because the Franklin girls were also playing. Yeah. It was so exciting. Coach Bates does a great job there at Ravenwood. I was hanging out with uh, Coach Elrod and uh, uh, Reggie Mason on that day. It was just such an exciting event to be a part of. Congratulations to Ravenwood. Yes, big time. I, I did not know it was that tight, though. So it's tight. break a serve, does that mean – you're one point away from it. No, no, it's five to four. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But Collierville serving. Yes. So it's not like it's even where five four and it's Ravenwood serve. Collierville up a break and they're serving. What was the crowd like? It was pretty wild, and you know a lot of uh, it gets a little rowdier than you think. People like doing a little extra talking, kind of in between points, saying stuff they shouldn't. It, I mean, not like cursing or something, but just you know. Yeah, there you go. I got you. Yeah, he's not ready. Or, you know, what? 
One of those, or maybe cheering for a double fault. Not like that. Not like that dude in the locker. Uh, not, not, not like that dude in the dugout for <laughs> Pigeon Forge. Very, very similar, actually. <laughs> hey, here's another thing that happens. So, individual tournament happens the next day. Eisenhower and Stone come right back, and they win again. They win the doubles, and they play the same Collierville team in the final. This is a full match, though. They win six three six four. They didn't drop one set over three matches. So great tournament, not only on the team side, but also the doubles individual tournament, Ethan Eisenhower and Jackson Stone. That's pretty cool, man. Congratulations to them. And you know I love some tennis now. You love tennis. I mean, I, I'm, in, I'm into tennis there. Girls were, side. Were you critiquing it like, like you do uh, basketball? I mean, to yourself. Like, no, those, those, those guys can play. They now. got it? Yeah. Coach. They'd probably, yeah, that's what they'd say to me. On the girls' side, Franklin in the semifinals, they defeat Collier or Cookville 4-0. They get wins for Lisa and Sophia Messier. Also, Barr and Shantz get a win. They move into the championship, and I, I was feeling pretty good about it. They play Science Hill, hit a great team. But I believe Franklin was feeling pretty confident. They get one win in singles. That's at number one, Lisa Messier, and they didn't get to the doubles. They had a match there at the end that could have gone either way. If it goes to the doubles, I feel like Franklin would have probably pulled it out. But Science Hill, they play five singles matches. They clinched it during the singles. So, and so uh, they don't even play the doubles. Didn't even play. The, and here's what's interesting about it. In the year, that, during the season, they might finish it just as a courtesy. If you're in the middle of your match and someone else clinches, they just stop it. They're like, that's, that's <laughs> it's over. Yeah, just the, pull the plug. That's it. That happens, which sometimes does happen when you're because you notice that semifinal scores four zero. Yeah. So there's five singles match. So one of the matches they just said, "I'm just wondering if you if you do this." So let's say you're getting smoked, your team is, and you know it's gonna you're gonna lose. Do you start stalling so you don't get the loss, but somebody else does? I think you do. <laughs> Pull him. Time. I need a break. That way you're you're. Don't give anybody. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is what will be happening now uh, next year. Hey, moving on to the individual tournament in doubles, the sister team of Bell and Vivi Huddleston, a freshman and junior, by the way, they make it all the way to the championship before losing in three sets to a team from Science Hill. Again, that was from the team champion. They get beat 6-4-2-6-6-2, so great showing for the Huddlestons. I would think the Lady Admirals have a very good chance of being back. Uh Bruins, Brentwood. Correct. Brentwood. I, 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 didn't, I didn't transition. We, Franklin team, Brentwood. Gotcha. That's my fault. They will be back. They'll be back. Yeah. And, you know, just like we talked about before, if you survive our district in tennis, just like a lot of other sports, but you really have a good shot. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Tate, I want to finish with this because we talk about this a lot. This is kind of the year in review. And I, we're going to talk about some things that stand out to us. As a district, eight team state championships, seven team runners-up. Pretty good year. Very strong. Now, we look at the schools there. What stands out to you about Well, about the, that? you know, you want to list them real quick? Sure. Uh, you want me to go? Go ahead. Team championships, Brentwood three, Fairview one, Nolansville one, Ravenwood one, Summit one. Pretty diverse there. Team runners-up, 
seven, Brentwood one, Franklin four, Page one, Ravenwood one. The first thing that jumped out to me is Franklin with four runner-ups. Franklin Athletics on the rise. And, you know, when we get down to this Director's Cup, those points add up. That, that could have been a difference. So, you know, if you, if you reverse those and say Franklin wins four, Brentwood runner-up in those three, maybe makes a difference. No we, we shall see. Uh, something jumps out to you, I know, but let's, let's get to those individual championships first, and then it'll kind of paint the whole picture. Thirteen individual champions. Uh, Brentwood four, Fairview three, Ravenwood four, Nowensville one, Independence one. Individual runners up, Brentwood three, Centennial one, Fairview six, <laughs> Franklin one, Independence two, Nowensville one. You could probably tell by how I emphasize it there, but Fairview. They have three individual champions. They have six runners up. And it's like you mentioned before, I think it's the story of the, of the year, actually. Fairview Athletics big time on a climb. Just like you said, I think for years it was it was football, right? Bubba Derrick and wrestling on the it's not that football's dropped off. These other sports have really risen uh, Fairview. Yeah. Franklin did it. I mean uh, football did it, then basketball did it. Wrestling runner up state champ and now they're all following suit. It's, it's really fun to watch. But but I also love, you know, uh, you got you got five schools Five schools with at least one team championship. That's got to make you pretty proud. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, you obviously nine schools in the district, very well represented. Uh, you know, something else that did stand out if you're talking about the total body of work, team champions, Brentwood, three. They have a team runner-up. They have four individual champions and three runners-up. So, once again, great year by Brentwood, too. Maybe we expect that a little bit more, though. Uh, it usually happens. I mean, you know you're going to get at least one in the fall. <laughs> hey, and it's no coincidence, by the way, because, again, you know I'm a big proponent of this. They lead WCS in multi-sport athletes. You can't tell me it doesn't make a difference. It has to. Take, great show, great season. Love it. Yeah, man. Uh, that was fun. Congrats to all our athletes and coaches. Job well done. Eight trainers. Couldn't have done it without the trainers and the administrators, uh, parents. Really cool. And we got one more big event left. And speaking of, next week's show, we're going to talk all Wilco Awards. It's June 15th. It's coming. Put a nice bow on this thing. Nice bow on it. Can't wait. Do you have any extra tickets? Should we invite our friend from Gallatin? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Can you send him a link? <laughs> Go fan, go fan link, by the way. Going, going ticketless, so to speak. Well, not ticketless, but it's going to be electronic. I think you ought to. <laughs> Tate, I appreciate you being here. Always, brother. Always a good time. We appreciate you guys for joining us every week, and we'll see you next time on Sports Connection.